Hey, it's Dan Harmon from Harmontown. I want to tell you about an exciting new podcast coming to Feral Audio called Launch Left. Rain, Phoenix, and Moon Zappa are going to interview extraordinary minds, mavericks, and pioneers in their fields. This season, Launch Left is going to celebrate nonconformists like Michael Stipe, Shepard Ferry, Spike Jones, Mario Batali, and many others. And those guests are also going to spotlight their favorite left-of-center emerging artists. So listen and subscribe now at feralaudio.com slash left, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do it however you want, man. That's the nonconformist part. Feral Audio. Feral Audio Live. The first comedy special from Feral Audio. Two hours of stand-up and improv. Hosted by Dan Harmon and Aaron McGaffey. Well, we are hosting it. Uh, I didn't know they made albums anymore. They sure do. They make them every day. Featuring an opening meditation by Duncan Trussell. How wonderful it is to be here tonight at the Feral Audio Special album taping. Steve Agee. That's f***ing embarrassing. <laughs> Little Lester Pivitsky. This is a dorky-ass crowd. I like it. DJ Dugbound. Turn down for Doug. John Roy. I'd be like, I got a notebook full of jokes. And as soon as I learn to tell them without my hands shaking, I'll make as much money as a school teacher. <laughs> Melissa Stevens. This is going to get real graphic, and it's recorded, so... And Brody Stevens. You got to be ready at a Brody show. You got to be ready. On sale now at feralaudio.com slash shop. Get a $5 audio download and an independently produced video special for just $10. Visit feralaudio.com to learn more. Live from Los Angeles, it's the Feral Audio Podcast Show! episode of Twisting the Wind is brought to you by Night Channels. What is Night Channels? It's the web address, nightchannelsoneword.com. It is an online clothing retailer specializing in all things bizarre and special and psychedelic, freakish, abnormal, delirious, and otherwise. And otherwise, oh wow, there's a lot of space in that word, isn't there? Now they have hundreds of amazing designs to choose from. I'm serious, hundreds is a veritable one-stop shop or a one-shop stop for t-shirts that you will not find anywhere else on the entire internet. That's a bold claim, isn't it? You know why I can say that? Because I fucking... Just because it's true. Because it's absolutely true. I know because I found it. Because I was looking for clothes you couldn't find anyplace else on the internet. T-shirts specifically. And I found them. Okay? I'm being for fucking real. Okay? So just take it from me, right now, lean forward, turn up the game, just turn up that game on you got on your little machine, the volume, the sound, the whole thing, and just take a little bit, take it from me, you will like what you see at night channels, I promise, okay? 
Did you hear all that echo and that sound? That's because I promise. You have to understand here, this whole thing came about. The idea that Night Channels is partially sponsoring Twisting the Wind and I'm promoting them. It didn't come about in some some bad way. It came about because I wanted to do this because I really do genuinely love what they produce and think it's all it's just the best. It's just the best. If you like listening to this podcast, which you do, you definitely do. If you don't like listening to this podcast, well, God, what are you doing right now? Why are you here? Go someplace else. Go like go to like a softball tournament in northern Iowa and fucking drink Coors Light until you're fucking get diabetic and have to have your leg sawed off in a fucking tundra. That's probably what you should be doing. Uh, but if you don't want to do that, and it's because you like listening to this podcast and being where you are right now, you will like the things that are available for a very reasonable amount at night channels at nightchannels.com i promise you guarantee because it's it's all it's all the same thing it's the visual equivalent of the sound equivalent that is being transmitted right now into your fucking brain <laughs> okay it's just like a visual mega buffet of massively psychedelic imagery available on every sized shirt and all different ranges of color we're talking about all kinds of amazing full color designs of a pretending to the occult and all kind of, all of your favorite most interesting bands that you never thought you would ever get a fucking t-shirt for they have it and all, all of your favorite weirdo films are like oh my god you like that movie yeah they do too at night channels okay and because of this extra special super arrangement we have here Twisting the Wind listeners get 15% off their entire order when you enter the promo code HANDSBRANCH. That's H-A-N-D-S-B-R-A-N-C-H. Did I spell that right? Hands Branch. You know, reference to Hands on the Branch, which is what we're listening to right now, a.k.a. the Executive Buffet. 15% off, okay? 15% off your entire order entering the promo code Hands Branch. H-A-N-D-S-B-R-A-N-C-H. Which, yeah, you know, you know what's going on here, okay? So please join me. Dive in. Clothe yourself in a bizarre, psychedelic excellence of cotton. Cotone. Do it now for a friend, maybe for a buddy, like a lover, a soon-to-be lover, maybe for your granddaddy, your grandpa, your grandpapa, your papa. That's it, you know, just buy buy your granddaddy a shirt that fits him and just watch that senile old dribbling bump just wobble around and look cool as hell because he's got a night channels shirt on, okay? That's right. I don't have any grandparents left, but if I did, I'd definitely be engaging them in this deal, okay? Nightchannels.com hands branch in the promo code 15% off go do now Twisting the Wind. I'm Johnny Pemberton. This is the spot. This is where you want to be, baby. This is it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about your other pimps, okay? It's only one. Only one. Yeah. I'm like a predacious mite. 
us driving by. I want to go in. I'll crack my bucks to bend the sand. I got love in the sand. I'm double running in. I'm going to take everything in the cases. Gonna steal all the beers straight from your faces. God know nothing, my motherfuckers, motherfuckers don't suck them down. Daddy, don't like you getting the cash, cash. I pay for it in cash. Right? <laughs> Hey, nudge. Hey, Dobbs. <laughs> hey, Grab. Hey, hey, Clip. <laughs> hey, t- hey, Tub. Hey, uh, Manacle. Hey, uh, Brass. Hey, Thump. <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> you gonna be over at, uh, at Brandel's house when he comes back from the Briar Patch? <laughs> I don't know, man. Those thorns are pretty sticky. We did some, uh, raspberry bashing later this summer, and, uh, it was a, f- it was a retro future thing when we couldn't find enough blackberries to offset the raspberries, man. It was like a red-black affair, except they were more like blue, even though they're not blueberries, they're black. <laughs> yeah, but then, um... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael fucking killed a frog with a nine iron. He cracked his skull. Like went right in the mud. The the um, the frog's skull like disappeared in the mud. So not much you can really do about that. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I'm recovering from, um... I'm pretty much, like, still recovering from a, a cold, you know. Do you get one of those colds and you're just like, oh, my God, I've got a cold, you know? And you get a cold, you think, it's a, you think the cold's affecting you in a way that you didn't know a cold could affect you. You're like, wow, um, I am living in the past right now. I'm currently... You know, I'm currently, uh, I'm currently like living in the past because I have a cold. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? He's like five seconds behind. Oh, I'm sorry. I just really like, I'm super addicted right now to the way this sounds. You're listening to Twisting the Wind. This is Johnny Pemberton. This is the beginning of the show. And uh, right now I'm just really enamored with the way my voice sounds uh, because, you know, uh, it's all about, it's all about self-love, baby. But really it's not so much the sound of my voice, but the sound of a sound that happens to be my voice. And I think what's going right now is there's just this great sort of a uh, uh, wave, uh, soft wave interference that's creating this, uh, I, I guess you could call it a natural flange or a phasing effect. I don't know if you can hear it in the compressed version of the podcast you're currently receiving. <sighs> There you just heard it. You're hearing those waves interfere, because one thing is pitched up just this, just the, just a hair, just a. I mean, literally, literally, just a hair, and it's just enough to give me that that phaser that I've always dreamed about being my real voice. Could you imagine walking around? This is how you sound. Like, hey man, what's up? Oh, yeah. Oh, you have a normal voice. Oh, that's too bad. My voice is a my voice is a phaser. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, my voice is a fucking phaser, motherfuckers. Now it's not. Now I deface. Now I'm dumb deface and Brian Glazer, reglaze, baser, fucking chump, chump laser. Laser chump, dump the pump, man. Dump the goddamn pump, rump. If you got a fucking clump, dump the pump because you know there's never going to be enough to get you out of that grump, the grump patch. Uh, being in the moment here with you here on Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. Uh, I've sort of amended the title of it now. Sometimes saying my name at the end with Johnny Pemberton. That is the technical title of the show. You know that if you've been here before. See, what's that? It's a little gravel. It's just a little hoo, 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 hoo. I can see that. I can see what it looks like. It's like little wooden pebbles that have like a um, kind of like a gelatinous sheet over them, but it's not like a you know when Jello like dries, like the corner of Jello when it dries and it becomes almost inedible. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a thick. It's I'm not crunchy, but it's it's a film. It's thick. It's like a, it's a barrier. It's that. It's a gel barrier. That's what. Imagine that laying over some nuts. <laughs> you know, some nuts. You know, like nuts. Like instead of like ball bearings, like nuts, but like a like nut pipes. Like sort of a lightly breaded nut pipes that are uh, laying across to do sort of a scooch action where, let's say you were to build the pyramids of a pyramid town and you had to move these large blocks. So you constructed these locks to cause non-friction underneath the heavy movement devices and you just keep, you pull out that log and you put it in front of it and you move it slowly because it's rolling on these pins like a, like a bunker. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a nut log bunker with a gelatinous sheet-like membrane that undulates between the logs and their dips and valleys. That's what I hear. When I, that's what I think is going on in my throat when I go, <laughs> Oh, man, that was a long explanation for that. But thank you for listening to Twisting the Wind. Uh, I'm recovering from being under the weather. Coincidentally, during the time when we re- received some actual weather here in Southern California, uh, it's been absolutely wonderful. There's moisture in the air. The plants are loving it. They are opening up like fucking the massive, beautiful vaginas they are and just, just, oh baby, it's great to go out there and see these pea tendrils poking out from underneath the soil. I'm sorry for those of you who are li- listening in the climate right now. That is currently encumbered by the depths of the hideous cold and snow. But uh, um, what can I say other than it's just that's just the way it is, baby. Sometimes you spray some jizz. Sometimes you have twins as kids. Oh, that's just gay kids. Sometimes I rap like this. I want to rap over this song. But I can't get Bruce Hornsby to let me do it. But that's how it is, you know? You get that winter. You get that winter that we don't get. So... It's useless to be jealous. You also have a summer that spanks the pants off of our summer in terms of uh, growability. So then we're just—I'm just speaking garden metaphors here. But I will say those pea tendrils, baby. See those pea tendrils pushing up. You see that all that stuff just growing out there. You got the you got the mists in the high mountain because the air has been cleared, so you can look through the air and it looks like things that, are, that previously seemed far away, and kind of like burdened from the uh, the smog or just the fa- the the haze the fa- haze phase. 
If you're under a haze phase, man, once you once you get that haze burned off, you get defazed of the haze. I'm not talking about a phaser. I'm talking about an FAZ phase, a haze phase. And you get that clarity, and it's just like everything is close. Everything is in this sort of dynamic in sync thrum and it feels good it's just there's, there's that power in there it's like you're at the beach but you're not at the beach because the beach kind of sucks <laughs> but seriously I should actually just call this fucking podcast but seriously why the fuck do I say but seriously you're listening to Twisting the Wind this is a podcast on a Feral Audio Network you should check out other podcasts on this network they're all really good they really are. Farrell's the best uh, podcast network. All the other ones are fucking chump city bitch balls. Except for maybe uh, All Things Comedy. Pretty great. The Bones Zone on there. Check out The Bones Zone, everybody. If you like Twisting the Wind, and for some reason you haven't listened to The Bones Zone, you really should. It's a great podcast featuring Randy Litkey and Brenda Walsh, two of my, one of my closest friends. I'm frequently a guest on there. We've done some stuff on that podcast that is quite... Uh, I can say without a doubt, some of the funniest things I've ever been involved with in my entire life. Check it out. Have a listen. But chances are you're here because of that podcast. <laughs> it doesn't even fucking matter. Or you're a fan of uh, some other podcast and uh, and uh, if you found your way here. Even though this is... We've been a long time running here, right? We've been a fucking long time running. I suppose you don't have to be allegiant to one podcast. It's not like, oh, I found you through this. Oh, I found you this way. I only... I only uh, I've never originated you. I've only... Uh, you've only been a side shot from other things. So just so you know. Just so you know. Like, just so you know, like, um, this way, not that way that you thought... There was okay, 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 okay. So there's that. Also, there's all kinds of other great ones. Check out Matt Dwyer's podcast, Conversations with Matt Dwyer. He's an amazing modern journalist. He's like what Charlie Rose used to be, sort of thing. He's just really great guy. Great guy has uh, has incredible, interesting guests on it. It's unferal. Check it out. Chelsea Freddy's podcast is amazing too. What a what a what a genius comic mind. Um, that sounds so false the way I said it, but it's true. <laughs> it's weird to see that. Uh, it sounds like, yeah, I can't with like a fucking Rolling Stone journalist or something. But all kinds of great podcasts on feralaudio.net. I think I just sounded like I was from Minnesota there. So please check them out. Although there's another great one called the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, which is also on there, which uh, you may hear uh, a little pieces of here coming up on this podcast. Uh, reminded you, uh, I'm about to be said, I reminded you to please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. Do all all three click subscribe click the rater number five stars unless you don't think it's five stars in which you can do whatever you want i don't give a shit honestly i don't care i don't care no more uh that number and also do the uh Review. If you want to write a review, you don't have to write a review. People who've written reviews for the podcast, oh man, baby, baby, baby dogs, I fucking love you. Oh, I love you, man. I really do. I love you like I love Oyokomova on the radio loudly while I'm waiting to have a hamburger made for me, okay? And I have a picnic table I can drum on that has a nice acoustic, like, funk, like a. Ding, 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 ding. I love you like I love the sound of timbales when I didn't expect them. So thank you so much. You people have said such, such, not just nice things, but creative things. Things I'm like, wow, you should write for this podcast if this podcast had writers, but it doesn't. So those three things. Contact is twistingthewind at gmail.com. That is... Twisting the wind at gmail.com. That's an email address for your queries, questions, orders, 
mixes, manticles, mumbles, and rangels, and range, rangers, all that stuff. And uh, finally, be sure to donate to the fucking podcast, goddammit. You're probably listening for free. That's fine. I don't care anymore. But if you got money, give me a little piece of it because... If you're getting this quality programming for free, most other podcasts totally fucking blow and you know it. They suck. They're boring and they're made like in an afternoon like, okay, we recorded it. Let's go off and fucking suck on assholes and do fucking digging tunnels in the ground where we fucking shove pretzel rods up our assholes. That's what most podcasts are. They're just fucking shit. It's dreck. It's stuff made for the convenience of making it for no reason at all. No joy. You know it. That's why you're here. You know it. I feel like Beetlejuice right now. I feel like I'm fucking Beetlejuice. That's what I mean, okay? This is the Beetlejuice version of podcast. It's fucking... <laughs> I really think that. I really think that's, that's a good analogy. I want it to be. I want that sincerely to be this, what this is. This is the Beetlejuice of podcasts. It's a blaster. It's a fucking what the fuck, Okay. I'm trying to make it a what the fuck all the goddamn time. Like a real foamy bender, okay? So that being the case, those other podcasts, they're free. This one shouldn't be free, but I make it free because it's how it works. So please, if you can, spare a dime, brother. Do it. Do the right thing. Get that jolt of uh, karmic consciousness in your brain and body and either patronize the sponsor, Night Channels, or just send some fucking PayPal money via the Feral Audio website, or go to our Amazon portal. This is a great option for all people. Amazon portal, okay? And what you do is you uh, you buy shit through our Amazon portal, and we get like a little like a little piece of that pie, like a very very thin like razor slice of that pie. But you know what? You know what? And I've said it once, I've said it at twice, I've said it a thousand times. Malcolm, everything adds up. And then it all adds up. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that was, but seriously, it all adds up, okay? So if you can uh, do that, if you're going to buy a shit on Amazon, if you're going to fucking buy anything, if you're going to buy anything ever in your entire life, go to the Feral Audio website and uh, click on the Amazon thing and go buy shit through there. Um, I'm being quiet right now because currently I'm engaged in a, in a thermostat war with some cum guzzlers down the hall who insist on turning the fucking heat on, even though it's not hot, it's not cold at all. Uh, thermostat wars, I gotta say, to be honest, not to, not to, not to defray, not to distract, to, to, to detract from my fucking glorious uh, badgering you for your hard-earned cash, which I am fine doing, but um, I gotta say, there's nothing that enlivens or enlivens, whatever it is, the spirit of youth, like a nice covert thermostat war, baby. I'm having a good time. All right. Well, yeah, look, I don't want to be a bummer. I do. I normally I jump right into doing uh, fun, fun improv games with what you. Talk about what? What's the problem? Bring it up. Bring it up, Duncan. So, tell your friend Johnny. Bring it up. And use the coaster, asshole. When you uh, <laughs> fucking cultic coasters. When you uh, called me to come do the podcast today, yeah. I was mourning. I'm mourning today because okay. my um. 
I had a teacher in the second grade who mm-hmm. meant so much to me. In the second grade. Is there any way to take this fucking effect off? What are you talking about, Duncan? How do I? You know what I'm taught. What? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. There talk- you go. Now you're normal. Now you know you're what normal, I'm talking buddy. About. Hey, hey, relax. You, you know, know exactly what I'm talking about. She, um. Tell me more about it. Okay. Speak anonymously. Using this, you can be anonymous here now, okay? Your voice is. I don't want to be anonymous. I want people to know. I want people to know what happened to me. Tell them what happened. I had a teacher in the second grade who. Your second grade teacher. My second grade teacher, as they say, Uh who had the most profound impact on my life that anyone has ever had. And five years ago to this day, uh, she died in a car accident. Okay. And this day is a really rough day for me and sad and. I just wanted to, if I could, sing a song sure. to her. Would you like any in help? Her memory. Would you like any type of accompaniment? Or I would love it. Okay. Would you like it vocally? Or Turn you? around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming round. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears around. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all the years have gone by around. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified and then I see the look in and around bright eyes every now and then i fall apart around bright eyes every now and then i fall apart turn around every now and then i get a little bit restless and i dream of something wild turn around every now and then i get a little bit helpless and i'm lying like a child in your arms around every now and then i get a little bit angry and i know i've got to get out and cry around every now and then i get a little bit terrified and then i see the look in your turn around bright eyes every now Eyes. Every now and then I fall apart And I need you now tonight And I need you more than ever And if you only hold me tight We'll be holding on Thank you for being so present. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
You're welcome. Great. <laughs> oh, man, that feels well, good to get it. off my chest. I appreciate that because that's the thing. People forget about anniversaries a lot. I don't. I have one probably yeah. three a month. You do? Of people who have oh, died in my life. Wow. You're like Jim Carroll. Did he have 36 people die in his I don't life? No, you know that song, These Are People Who Died? These Are People Who Died? Jim Carroll, old punk band from the late 70s. I don't get into punk. It's not really punk at that point. It's sort of just like monk punk. Booby doo. That's great, man. I really appreciate that. Well, can you talk about Thanks how for she... giving me a forum to share my grief. Duncan, I appreciate that. And that's what this is, actually. I've ch- I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but I'm sort of ch- I'm changing up the podcast. Uh, what I've done here is I've implemented these uh, special digital modulators to allow people to come and grieve yes. in a safe place. As you can tell, the lighting is, has been custom designed. So. Beautiful, man. These are the most incredible, ornate oil lanterns I've ever seen in my life. I know. And that's the, what they do is they give off this... Uh, it's a lavender infused with hamdu, which is an uh, ancient uh, Middle Eastern herb that comes. It smells from the, so good. It's got that not that good smell. The good part of the semen smell. They, yeah, so they they call that the the good smell. Yeah, also known as the good smell. Yeah, and uh, I've done that to sort of create this effect where people can come and grieve, and like you just did. Uh, you just, I, you I, just it, took the temperature of the room and you stepped into it, I and you dropped me down into a place that it's hard for me to get to on my own. If I'm sitting at the house mm-hmm. alone mourning for Miss Boggs, uh, it just doesn't hit the... It's hard for me to get there. I will get there. I can get there. But, but it's something hard. about the combination of these beautiful, ornate lanterns and that mm-hmm. good good part of the semen smell. That good. Yeah, uh, this place has got that good. Because it, you know the... It's the alkaline. You know, it's it's that deserty man smell. That yeah, where it's a man who's filthy. He's been shitting for probably forty days, forty nights in the desert, wiping his ass with rocks. Yes. but it's so dry that the the shit that's he, crusted all over his body doesn't it has more of a pungent aroma as opposed to a like a tack aroma. Exactly, couldn't have said it better. Because if you're in Hawaii or something where it's moist, you're gonna you're, really those yogis stink to all high heaven. Well, that's why they say, come in Hawaii, you'll never come again. Because mm-hmm. it's basically, you come in the air. And but you will. I mean, they don't mean literally, but they yeah. do. They <laughs> oh, do. That's great, yeah. They don't mean literally come again. They mean yeah, like. Because Hawaii is beautiful, but it's that, it's that double entendre. It's yeah. That, it's a t- in Hawaii, because of the tropical air, semen has a, more of a deep, like. Sharp. M- sharp, licorice Almost like a cheddar. Like a cheddar and a. A cheddar meets a. Um, a, poor, a, a poorly aged cheddar. A poor, like a cheddar that's been aged. Like Carlonian the- cheddar. Have you ever had that stuff they Ooh. sell at Gelson's? Yeah, I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Carlonian cheddar. Ugh. It's almost like. It's just like. Like nighttime. It if smells told- like bad jizz. It smells like bad jizz, yeah. Bad Hawaiian jizz. It smells like you, <laughs> you, are, you, are, you, are, you are looking into a volcano in Hawaii and one of the a native Hawaiian from the past came out of a secret tunnel and just shoved you, you into the rocks, held you down with his knees, and you were staring up at his darkened tropical balls and his wildly trembling, gigantic Hawaiian penis... And you every time slowed down, maybe because you were b- being assaulted by a Hawaiian time traveling 
native or maybe because he has control over the time space continuum and for with his penis ten thousand years a lot of people's penises are time it's penis control it's the time antenna the oh so that is that have anything to do with, with the gravity well well they yeah. say that if there were no penises on earth everything would float really yeah like there's a direct relationship to the difference in uh, it's the differential yeah. Is that what they mean when they talk about the differential equation of man? That's exactly what they mean. Okay, because it's like a slip differential in a truck, because the truck gears have a slip differential, so that's the thing that allows it to, 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 to the wheels to and move in gears, opposite directions. And how are gears shaped like? Gears are shaped like teeth. Well, I know, but what are they teeth on? It's like a circle that it's has... It's a circle, yeah. Right. Circle of life. And what is a penis shape like? Penis shaped like a stick. And what if what penises a- don't... What, what, what is the one thing you never want to feel on your penis? Teeth. Bingo. Oh, okay. That makes so that's much sense. They, that's where they came up with the equation. Oh, so, my God. Okay. Yeah. So, that's not, that's not just a causal coincidence. That's a real thing. It's not a... It's not a corollary causal coincidence? No, that's... No, that's there is no cause, causal coincidence at all. Okay. That's a... That's what they call a steep synchronicity or a steep synchronicity. Uh, a deep, a steep, a steep, a steep, deep, steep synchronicity. A deep, steep Pearl Stinkberg. Pearl Stinkberg. Oh, my God. I love her. She's such a sweetie. Yeah. I saw her speak at the uh, Gam- Ferguson rally. No, it was the Gameon convention. It was a couple years ago. She was. Did you see her speak last night at the Ferguson? I didn't. No, I couldn't, uh, get, I couldn't get internet. I was using was a T-Mobile so hotspot. beautiful, man. Stinkberg ascended on to one of those. Uh, was it a high wire? It was a higher wire that they'd extended between two American flags. Oh. Stinkberg got out there. She's wearing high heels on a high wire. Oh, that is. She starts giving this incredible speech, is about to do, uh, a, a, I think, a poem or Marilyn Stinkberg is my inspiration. She got a fucking tear gas canister, smacked her right in her boobs, man. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't see that. And uh, the, you know the mainstream media is hiding that footage. They don't want you to see that. Oh, yeah. No one's even talking about oh, it. Oh, my God. I, 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 you can't even find it on the internet. We have to get this up soon so people uh, can know. Because Marilyn Stinkberg is such a revelation. Pearl. Oh, okay. I think I think I know her by her by her uh, other pen name because I read her erotic her, stuff. Yeah, her erotic stuff. Pearl Stinkberg is one of uh, the nation's great writers. For those of you who don't know, uh, she has written uh, two uh, fiction series that I love. I love them all. I love them all. I'm a big fan of her. She just she sort of injects all of her work with this sort of maddening creativity. It's like a, it's almost like her body is a vagina and mm. it just sort of consumes things. But that's what it is. It's like this sort of if you took uh, Margaret Atwood mm. and ran her through like the Juggernaut tube and she came out with just glowing purple. Yeah, that's what I feel like you're dealing with, Pearl. Yeah, I a lot of people say that about her. To me, she's just a meat and potatoes erotic mm. end of the day working man's jerk off writer but yeah in the most artistic way not the classic beeline books do you remember the beeline books? i love the beeline books i mean because they're great because it's just seven pages you have three comes inside the seven pages and it just like guaranteed three you're there you know guaranteed three that's but my favorite's hot shuffle 
I love hot shuffle. That's the one with the guy who walks in on his sister cutting the uh, cutting she's, lamb up she's for cutting the lamb. soup. Well, she's making that bread lamb soup. It's like a, a yeast bucket boy or something like that. And she starts, something about the way he scared her makes her start pissing herself. Something and then he's the like, I've got to, he gets clean, he gets like paper towels and starts wiping up the uh-huh. urine from her leg and then his hand ac- accidentally brushes the very tip of her uh, uh her labia oh it's her labia I, I and mean- that and then she's like oh shit you know that's 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 not a brother's place that's my zone yeah. <laughs> get out of my zone yeah and that's when uh. that that is when he slips on her urine that was still on the floor and mm-hmm. Holding her late and like clamps, fear clamps down on her labia. Because she has those, she has those, what they call flapjacks, where they're just, they're gigantic. I don't get into that kind of labia talk. Yeah. No offense. I I do think there's a lot of comedy to be harvested from talking about labias, but it is a central focus of the book. You can't ignore it completely. It is a big part of it, but again, it sounds, I don't want to get, you know, some people, there's so many different shapes of the. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. You know what I say about it? It's all good. It's all good, man. It's all good. At the end of the day, it's not. At the, at the end of the day, all things being equal, it is what it is. Because when you when we're doing like a synergy a synergy thing, yeah, I've got Time Warner. They're linked in with Overstock.com. Yep. And I don't know. If, I haven't told you about this, Duncan, but I'm doing this new. It's a talking book thing where we're going to be selling it through Overstock via Time Warner's uh, Time Warner's portal, and it's just this thing where. We got on the phone about it, and it all came from inspiration from Pearl. And it's just one of those things where, at the end of the day, all things being equal, it is what it is. And, you know, once we uh, circle back up again, circle the wagons, it was something where we just looked at it and it was like, oh, this is what it is. What, why, why should we try to think about it, contextualize it in any different way than what it is? Because at the end of the day, yeah. all things being equal, we're here on the same page. We've got one to get eyes on this product. And... That's the thing. It's all about getting on the same page with the dealer and the vendors because mm. these vendors, they don't know what they're selling. Oh, you know, if you that's the number one aspect of doing mm-hmm. this kind of brand reconfiguration yeah. is that the moment that you start getting deep into the micro of what the vendors are up to, right? Way down in there, you're going to find that they have these cylindrical, impossible to understand, tubal logic well, formations, and yeah. that's going to create the exact opposite of the product you want which is Mm -hmm. why you've got to do a reversal whenever you get into the micro of what the vendors are up to Mm -hmm. and that reversal mirror tactic is the number one uh thing that stinkberg is so great at writing about in all her business literature which is as good as her fiction yeah and i love her crossover work is outstanding when she does the i mean her erotic business crossover work is just the best they said you couldn't do it they said they said steamberg steamberg there's no way in hell you you know the story with a crossover the story of her of her best-selling uh her best-selling book labial organization no she um hit me with it so apparently she submits this book i'm on board already under a pen name Mm. yeah under a pen name yeah. because she knows that anything that she gives anybody is automatically going to get be published because it's stink bird. Yeah, because like oh, just, they'll just blast it. it out. So labial organization. It's a book about how to organize a business mixed in with these really hardcore S and M 
It's anal labia fusions. Anal, 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 lanial. La, 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 it's it's basically the. It's not the, to get into like literary terms, but it's about people sho- implanting or shoving their labia into other people's assholes. Labial, labial, anal, su- labial, anal, serenification. Right. Yeah. So she submits this to. Uh, was it Dutch Harbor? Penguin. Oh. She submits it to um, Dutch Mountain. Dutch Mountain. She's uh, uh, Garrison. Garrison Tanto. Yeah. I heard she submits to them all the time. She's yes. She's and she submits it to uh, Tart Winkler. All okay. the big names. Tart's huge. So this ends up in the wastebasket of every single one of these publishers. Because she submitted under a pseudonym. Under a pseudonym. Gosh. Yeah. And those publishers, man, I mean, you know, if he... If Do you he know could, the pseudonym? Not to cut you off? I mean, I don't. <laughs> That's what we, I don't know it now. Pimp Tinkle. That was the name Is she wrote. She's going under one word. Pimp tinkle. Pimp tinkle. One word. Pimp tinkle. Wow, that's <laughs> that sounds sounds like a like sort of like a like an Alsace uh, Huguenot Dutch infusion. Well, it just seems. I mean, I don't, it seems like you're not going to publish a book by somebody named Pimp Tinkle. Pimp Pimp Tinkle. Yeah, Pimp Tinkle. It sounds like a tinkle and a pimp, and those are both those are diametrically opposed. You know, it is what it is. But all things being equal, those names at the end of the day are not going to. They're sell not going to make it into your vendor route. Yeah, all things so, being equal. Here's a little publisher, Lance Crawl. Lance Crawl. Yeah. He's published mm-hmm. three books, all of them complete failures. Two of them uh, ha- apparently had the most typographical errors of any book. Yeah, they, they, put, down, they put down the touchdown experiment, right? And that yeah. was the one that had like the most... Yeah, that was a sad one. That was one they burned. They didn't even burn it in... Touchdown experiment? Yeah, I heard that they were using it for They fuel. didn't even burn it. They got into the. It, it, apparently, they, when they were doing that whole book burning thing, they they didn't even bother burning it because nobody could read it because oh, it, it didn't make any sense. It got dezeitgeisted. And this guy spent like twenty thousand dollars to get that fucking thing out there, self published. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he's at his publishing place, gets this Manila envelope. Mm-hmm. It's a book on labial organization, right? Uh, erotic business organization by Pemptinkle. Mm-hmm. He looks. He's in interviews. He says he saw the the author's name, mm-hmm. and that's how he decides to publish it. Wow, that's such a great, such and a he refreshing just thing. It. He publishes it, and now he's a multi millionaire. He's one of the top that's publishers great. in the country. I just love stories like this because they're infused with such a, a note of inspiration. It's almost like a perfume that lingers. Uh, because these vendors are yeah. so one sided now. These vendors, at the end of the day, all these vendors. All things being equal, they're selling the products to themselves, so there's no real fusion or synergy created. Yep. And the the big thing is that uh, at the end of the day, all things being equal, mm. it is what it is. And so is. they're gonna sell what they have. And if you don't stock appropriately, you're gonna get a problem with your reumtake infusions, and you're just not gonna have the numbers that kind of are gonna chart on the board. So uh, all things being equal, what can we do at the end of the day when we don't have the numbers in our uh, in our basket? Quote that brings yeah. to mind uh, this incredible Forbes article that I just read about the vendors. Okay, and it's called "At the End of the Day, What Do We Do with the Vendors?" And it compares the vendors mm-hmm. to if you look at the there's a, a one of these massive deep sea 
worms that oh. they, they've been pi- that they've been picking up on. A Crantoon. Yeah. yeah. And it's badass. Check if you guys haven't seen this, go- Google search the Crantoon. You know, actually I have I have a little sound file here that has the uh the sound the mating call of the Crantoon. I'm gonna just play it real quick just to get people yeah. uh, so they can understand what that is. So this is just a quick little I have this have it on the computer here, a sound file of the uh Crantoon mating call. This is the female because the female pursues the male Crantoon. Uh, I'm gonna lay it, lay it out here for you real quick. Now, fuck that. So spooky. Wow, that was. Can scary. you imagine hearing that in a submarine? Oh, that's it fills up the entire submarine. And yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. And that's they say that that uh, Russian nuke sub that went down it mm-hmm. happened because they got too close to a, a whole swarm of or uh, the fucking uh, school of crantoons. Yeah. Well, it's sympathetic interference, and it crashed. It crashed the oh. submarine. Now the so in this incredible uh, article at, at the end of the day, what do we do? The vendors and Forbes. Uh, the vendors are compared to, and this is all new stuff coming out because the Crantoon is just being studied. Right. It, it, no one even knew what that sound was. Right. Uh, but the, on the side of the Crantoon, there is on each side of the Crantoon, there's six undulating flesh portals okay. that are it, what the Crantoon mm. eats with and also puts out a kind of uh, phosphorescent gas, which creates that amazing glowing right. uh, they, they, cloud around a, cra- yeah, around a Crantoon. So he says that the vendors can be compared to uh, a Crantoon that can only put out the phosphorescent gas, but can't uh, suck in the brill oh, and the plankton great. that they eat. Uh-huh. So it's like if you're only putting out phosphorescence, but you're not bringing in right. brill, then at the end of the day, that's a failed Crantoon. Well, at the end of the day, all things being equal... All things are not equal because your output is greater than That's your input. Controversial. Yeah. Wow. That is. I would love to see Forbes tackle that analogy. The all things being equal. Oops. It's not equal because we have a at the end of dispro- the day. At the end of the day, there's a disproportionate the, amount of crantoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fast. You got to balance them out, man. And that's exactly why at the end of the day, when I sit down and consider what's going on, I, I, I really do try to balance out right. my In and vendor out. patterns. Yeah. So how do you, uh, here's my question for Duncan Trussell. Feel free to enjoy the snacks we've Thank had here at the buffet. How do you bounce back? Uh, what do you do? How do you get back into it? Where's the, uh, where's the root of the, uh, the root of the medicine lie? Is it a heart note? Is it a head note? Is it a foot note? Where's the cord? Where yeah. do we where do we strike it? I wish there was an easy answer for that. Well, I I didn't I tell you what I didn't have you on here to get any easy answers. I know that's the case when we're talking about things uh, of and pertaining to vendor vendor strategy because it's something where the business climate's changed so much in the past even five years that yeah uh, we're just seeing things we just didn't. The amount of pop-ups we see, even in smaller communities, is outrageous to the point where... Too much. Too much, yeah. Do you think but if you over- regulate it, do you not regulate it? But to get back to your question, mm-hmm. um, there, there's a story that uh, has inspired me for years. Okay. And uh, the first time I heard it was in the second grade. My teacher, Miss oh, Boggs... I love you bringing this back home. Uh, uh, it's recess... You know, I, I've never been much of an athlete, though I do have an athletic physique. I've just got those genes. Mm-hmm. Genes with a G. Yes. Yeah. Kids are, genetics is everything. Kids are, uh, 
three sets Boggs has to be held me over and uh she tells me the story about how she was on this Hawaiian vacation mm-hmm. top of a volcano wow looking down into the crater the abyss really fiery abyss mm. the, 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 there's a unnoticed cave because it was covered with shrubs rocks pushing out of this cave Hawaiian Samoan as they call it gallops for her she said it's no different than you reminded of her trapdoor spider the guy's probably been in there for 15 years oh he just he's just been the coil has been winding the spring springs out of this thing Mm -hmm. dives on top of her pushes her down and ejaculates all over her face. Why God? Is this like a, a volume? White God is exactly what she said oh, it was like. God. It was okay. like having a white spray of God. A spray on, God. Yeah. And, and I've heard she, tales of that from uh, different Maori um Maoris. In, You're talking about New Zealand. Right. Which is, you know, it's a similar Same, same similar people thing. all connected okay. via underground tunnels. And the face tattoos, yeah. She said that the stink of that tropical jizz was so intense, uh-huh. so briny, so thick. She, and I'm sitting there listening to her. This is second grade. My mind's getting blown. Second grade. She said this, the thick brine, I still remember exactly what she said. The thick briny spit from the worm of the tunnel man was so deep that it made my nose tremble my lips pursed down, my eyes shut. They took me to an urgent care, and for the next six hours, they chiseled that jizz off my face. They had to get jizz chiselers. They they had to use oh. they had to use no they didn't use jizz chiselers. They had to use sonic. Uh, they had to use sound to crack it off. That's, Son- sonographic jizz cracklers. Yes, that's how thick it was on her oh face. Oh my god! What? She but she almost. She almost asphyxiated. Well, I thought the whole thing with those uh, those uh, jizz plastering ceremonies was they led, left air holes to allow for you. It's like that's the that's no. the, that's the suffering of no. it. Oh my myth. god! I must have been reading some that's pretty a myth. I think that, you know what that is. That's the watered down modern version of that ceremony. Yeah. No way, man! Wow. When those bastards came popping out of the tunnels when people first got to mm-hmm. Hawaii, hundreds of people just suffocated just from that. on the spot. They were congealed, but. Long and short of it, she said, she told me that for two years, anytime she got near a volcano, she'd pass out because she remembers this guy diving out, spraying this tropic stuff, jizz, semen, onto her face. And she told me, at the end of the day, the way I bounced back from that was I had my husband pour a jar of mayonnaise onto my face. While yeah. simulating, you know, a volcano sounds. She said that after that, going back into it, going back to the heart she had of that fiery hole, she got her strength back and, uh, and that's, and that's how she bounced back. So for me, same thing. I do the exact same thing. I surround myself with vendors. I surround myself with people outputting that gas. Right. And, and I do that for two hours. Two hours at the end of the day. Listening to heavy dubstep vendors every play. single day, two hours, a ring of vendors surrounding me, excreting that gas, listening to dubstep. I sleep great, wake up in the morning, reset has been pushed. The reset button. Outstanding. 
So, would you say that this is what your teacher sounded like? Uh, she, she, yeah, she sounded like that if it were underwater. Oh, okay. So, when I encountered the jizz, I dealt with it in the best way that I could. We're close there, or no? I mean, you know, the spirit's there. It's not Got exactly it. her voice. She had kind of a southern accent. Okay, something more like, um, uh, Oh, Duncan, sweetie, I love that you in my class. I want to teach you all about how to chisel away the jizz because this is how it works in the real world, honey. There's things that you ain't gonna have any control over, and they're gonna be inside your life. It is what it is, and it is what it shall be. So what happens is when these jizz chiselers come for you, you have to just let those sonic rays blast through your body, baby. Because if you don't, you're gonna be in the place. Well, you can't come back from called the deadly, deadly double world. That's um, eerie how um, similar that is to her. Because I'm deep in that deadly, deadly double dead world right now, trying to find my way out, find my way back to you. Oh, sweet baby, I can see the shine inside you. I know you have what it takes to blast your way out of those jizz prisons. It's eerie. The jizz prisons. I love that. I'm glad I was able to approximate that for you. I think that really. I think it's. I find that therapeutic to um take a, take a regressing step back, a step back, step back to that, step jack. Have you read the new Stephen King book yet? I haven't. Is it available? Yeah, I hear it's really good. Oh, who'd you hear it from? Various reviews and. Really. I'm looking forward to. Checking that out. Yeah, I bet. He's a, he's a great author. He's really got like his finger on the pen, so to speak. He is a good writer. Yeah, he's got the he's got that whole thing where he like you know, he just sort of like writes what he what's really good. He writes what he knows, mm-hmm. friend. He writes what he knows. Um I think we should take a quick break and then we should come back and uh we'll talk about uh some other. Let's come back and make fun of hipsters. Yeah, let's do that, okay? Great. Okay, Duncan. Love you. We'll, love be, you, we'll bye. be back. You're not gonna go anywhere. Looking at the TV and I heard him moan The news was so sad, made him feel bad He wanted to change the world but he didn't know how Then I said, Daddy, end of the day, Daddy All you gotta do, Daddy, is love you Cause at the end of the day by a universe that you don't think is you but it's all inside your head a neurochemical reflection of some external stimuli that you will never 
never know It's an erection So know that whatever you're angry at Is just a part of your brain And at the end of the day You're in charge of your own pain You're in charge of your own pain, daddy Beautiful song. Thanks. That's at the end of the day. I love that song. At the end, because I agree. At the end of the day, when it, you look at it, all things being equal. Yes. It is what it is because you are in charge of your own pain. Yes, you to are. To work on yourself is to work on others. To work on yourself is to work on the universe. Work on the universe because we are all a little bit, little, little scrap, godlings, a little scrap in the gravity well. Little godling stuck in a gravity well. I've been thinking about that gravity well a lot lately. Yeah. The idea of it in terms of uh, just how like it's all fucked up, man. That's why everything's all fucked up. Uh, man, to me, the mind-blowing thing that I don't understand why the scientists aren't looking into is who the fuck made the gravity well, you know? Like, who's like, go down to the gravity well and get a glass of gravity for your I grandpa. Think God did it. Yeah. God did that gravity well. God made it. God, I think you're right. God made that goddamn gravity well. I think you're right. Tell me more about it. I, well, here's here's. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what I think. I'm gonna tell you what a direct quote from uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. What he had to say about it. I want to hear about it. So, um, mm-hmm. in the beginning of time, directly after the Big Bang, the expulsion of the singularity, and right. The, mm-hmm. The millions of various stars, black holes, Milky Way galaxy clusters, and all the other supernovas, red dwarfs, various stars, and dark matter. Directly after that, uh, there was a, the universe looked exactly like a, sort of like a, a well taken care of uh, golf course community. There was three houses and three different people lived there. And they so this is an analogy. No, this is real. Okay. They pick this up with a, <laughs> with every telescope. Okay. Has shown you can when you're I, you probably don't study cosmo. Do you study cosmology? No, I don't. Okay. That's why I asked you about it. I all right, not, to, not I could tell not to be condescending. But no, it wasn't condescending at all. Thank you. But well, I could sound you, a little condescending. You, you have no idea anything about the well, way anything works. You're also not a physicist, so no. Uh, well, what what's your uh, number one question? Somebody who just admitted to the entire fucking planet. That they don't know anything about cosmology. No, I didn't say that. I said I don't. You study. said I don't know anything. I said, you I, said I have no. I said rewind I... it. I don't know anything about cosmology. What was that? You're right. What I did said you just that. say? I said I don't know anything about. Rewind cosmology. it again. I don't study cosmology. No rewind. Your rewinder recalibrated what you said. Rewind it again. I don't know anything about anything. Now, rewind, go forward to. to you're jumping through the goddamn various multiverse patterns. Go back to the universe we're in, what you said. Stop jumping to the other alternate realities. Okay. Exist, is it? 
What, what do you want me to find? I'll go find back it. to what you you said. I don't know anything about cosmology, and I wanted you to play it twice so okay. people, to hold, humiliate you. Hold on, let me get there. You keep flipping through the wrong um, universe. Okay, well, uh, this is an imprecise machine. It's a it's a it's a shit machine. It's a crossover, baby. Hold on, I'll get it. Hold on. I don't know anything. There, good enough. So, to go on with my story, at the beginning, go ahead, yeah. Directly after the singularity, when everything mm-hmm. exploded, golf course, uh, three houses in the living around this golf course, and uh, they didn't have a great water plumbing in there because okay. the guy handling that shit, Juan Castaro, was not. Uh, uh, he was not. He wasn't trained wasn't properly. Good. He wasn't trained properly. Uh, this is the beginning of time. People don't really understand the intricacies of doing that that level of community golf course plumbing. Those guys have very ornate right, toilets. They, and well, they have also these wastewater systems they have to manage too. Exactly, mm-hmm. pouring out into space. That's where all the stars came from. P.S. It, everybody, the stars came because Juan Castaro didn't uh, apparently, and some people say it was intentional, and some people say he actually is the creator of the universe, mm-hmm. posing as the uh, plumber, and that is of course. Uh, very interesting theory, which I completely disagree with. That makes sense, though. The, in terms of the living God, is someone who was both a caretaker and a destroyer. Do you wear? I guarantee that. If, so let me see your necklace. Yeah, I already know what's in the end. Pull okay, it out. Pull it out. Look at that. Uh, yep, I knew it. A fucking goddamn crescent. Yep. We call it a phalanx. But you're right. So you are obviously somebody who prays to Castaro. I, I have prayed to Castaro. You know what? My grandmother prayed to Castaro. All right. And you do now. No, it's an heirloom. I wear the Castaro crown because it's something that I feel reverence toward my Look, ancestors. I'm not judging. For. I'm totally cool. I think you. Is everybody is the... who wears a cross a Christian? No. Okay. No. Well, no. Don't make me out to be a Castaro when I'm just. It's just paint on It doesn't matter. It's We're a good. trinket. Great. It's an amulet. You worship a fucking sky plumber. You are taking, you're extrapolating things out to an extent. Well, your, your grandmother worshiped a sky plumber. She did. My grandmother did worship okay. a sky plumber. Well, okay, I'm sure you're what? aware of the various rituals that go into that. Yes, I am. And my grandmother had a lot of bowel problems, and her bowels were very active. So for her, it made sense to pray to the, the sky the, plumber. I. I let me just say this. I, I do believe at the end of the day, anyone who lives on planet Earth should be allowed to worship any God that they want, as we are all godlings trapped in a gravity well. And therefore, you should be able to experience any kind of connection you want with any kind of being that exists in the universe. I agree. Okay. Just do what you want. But, uh-huh. but. people who worship Castaro, uh-huh. they... As part of their ceremonial ritual, every morning, and I'm sure you know this because know your it. grandma did it, okay. they get up, go into the bathroom, open the toilet, uh-huh. and drink toilet water that they cup into their hands. I know. That's disgusting. No, it's not. Toilet water in the Western world is very clean. It isn't. It depends. No, it's, it's listen. Okay, if you ever come into my house or Castillo house, Castaro, sorry, Castaro House. If you come into a Castaro House, yeah. 
you will find one of the most pristine toilet facilities that there is. Oh, that's great. I'm and not you know drink why? out of it. Well, you can. You should you drink, drink out of everything. There it is. You can and you should drink why out Why should of it. I? Because you want to join the community. It's about what the, it's about a community a celebration. Well, what is a cult? One, one man's cult is another man's community. And one man's community is another man's cult. First of all, I'm not going to. At the end of the day, everyone gets to worship whoever they want. All things being I don't want to get in trouble with the Castaros. The Castaros will sue the shit out of you, by okay, the way. I mean, they might, but they will. Uh, look, there's I'm, been like 90 exposés on 60 Minutes my, this month about the 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 religion that you. My brother's a Castaro lawyer. What a surprise! Okay, but I'm telling you, it's boring. everyone in your no, faith. no, no. It's boring. What stuff. happens if you want to leave? It's the boring. Re- what when you want to leave the? Re- what happens if you want to leave the religion? You just you go. You just go. And you then just go. What happens? Nothing happens. Okay. All that other stuff is all drummed up. Let me see your. Pull up your shirt. I want to see your stomach. I am not going to pull up my shirt for you. Pull up your shirt. I will not pull. I'm pull up your shirt. You want what? You think I've got a Castaro branding? I guarantee you have a Castaro branding. What if I do? Then it means you tried to escape, and they branded you with a mark of Castaro. No, that is that pull is. Pull up the shirt. Let me say that is, you got the the wrong idea. You're on the wrong side of the idea. It's a branding. It does not mean you try to leave. It means you were born into it. You think that it's normal to drink out of a toilet bowl in the morning and get burnt with a phallus-shaped brand? What is normal, Duncan? What is normal? I don't know what normal is, okay? None of us are normal. It is what it is. All things being equal, at the end of the day, we don't know what's normal, what's not. So, yes, I have a Castaro branding on my chest in the same position where Jesus of Nazareth was pierced with a spear when he was on the cross. That's another odd thing that you guys think. What? About Jesus Nazarene? Yeah. You know, somehow you, you've connected. A, you think you know where the spear entered Jesus's chest. We which, know from historical documentations from Josephus. Right. I'm sure. But, you know, based on my study of the Christian right. myth, uh, I don't Jesus was not crucified. And it comes into question whether or not Jesus was even a human. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got some fucking... Uh, catch a popsicle to sell you if you're wearing white gloves because you're uh uh you don't know you're obviously oh i guess blind. oh i guess the 19 years i spent in seminary school was just uh, i know that uh, run around the golf course let's talk about that oh the speed that's funny you said run around the golf course because you were alluding to the fact that the universe is a golf course which i am a certain of and that well, is based on 19 years of seminary school and uh, reading uh neil degrasse tyson with both everyone i think all of us here castaros Chameleon Christians and Neil deGrasse Tyson all completely 100% agree on one irrefutable truth, which is that the universe in the beginning of time was post singularity, a golf course, a nice golf course community with three houses. That's irrefutable. Everyone agrees with that. The three houses were inhabited by Lord Trom, Jesus and Derry Winchell. And Juan Costaro was the plumber of these houses. These I'm going to are... rewind it real quick here. And Go ahead. Get us back to a better spot. Go ahead. So, um, okay, yeah. Uh, f- fixed everything. We're at the appropriate speed. Um, Go ahead. Costaro 
the point of this, in the beginning of time, post-singularity, this incredible golf course community sprung up. And because the plumbing was fucked up, uh-huh. they had to uh, figure out what to do to get water. People weren't taking baths. People weren't drinking water. There, everybody, there, all there was to drink was uh, dark matter. So they t- dug a well. Right, right, dug a well. Dug a well. Hoping to find water, but they tapped into uh, an entire underground ocean of gravity. And that was a gravity well. And because of that, it sucked the entire golf course, all the three homes. All the good stuff. Juan Castaro, all the water that had been spraying out, making all the stars, got sucked down into this gravity well. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is the post uh, Big Bang gravity well theory. And because everything got sucked down into this gravity well, what you're looking at here is no different than a thing spraying out of a hole. Uh-huh. If you were to look, if you look at it, if you look at it through the Kepler telescope array, you essentially see the opening of the orifice, which is the Big Bang. Oh, the I get it. The expulsion of I the energy it. form, which is the golf course. Mm-hmm. Then you see th- that being sucked back down into the gravity well that was dug by, who do you think? Jesus. Juan Castaro. Get it now? He's the, he fucked up everything. Oh, so if he hadn't dug. That's the year branded with a demon's mark. He, if he hadn't dug that fucking gravity well, we'd still be in a goddamn community golf course enjoying the sumptuous meals. We would be there though. And everyone would be there. The gravity well and the Castaro well, as they call it, is the beginning of all sin. It's the beginning of all evil. It's why there's fucking, um, Darkness. Why in the there's world. shit? Why there's poo poo? Poop. Poo poo. Everything, man. So that's wasn't... why it's weird to me that you're great. That's why Castaros drink out of a fucking toilet bowl every morning. Yeah, it's shit worship. I realize that. Bingo. It's shit worship, but you gotta worship shit in some sense or a matter because it's a thing. Apologize. You gotta because you gotta. You know what? It's all about this. Uh, it's all about respect for the father and mother and respect uh, for where you came from. We all came from shit and to shit we shall return. Apologetics are so okay. Funny. You know what? You drink, you drink out of a toilet bowl this morning. Let's move on. Let's you drink move. out of a toilet bowl this I morning. I drink out of a toilet bowl every, every morning. morning. Every morning. Okay. And guess Stop what? Stop there. When we took a break just now, when I went to fix the fucking uh, magnetic no, ray. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Stop. I, 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 Nothing you say after I drink out of a toilet bowl is can be taken seriously. Nothing you say. If you say I drink out of a toilet bowl and then say Why? this. Because you drink out of a toilet bowl. Sorry. Are um, you a dog? You're like a dog. Duncan, let's move on. And that's another thing you psychopaths think. You okay. think that dogs are the incarnation I'm working of Juan through Castaro? It. I'm working through it. Juan Castaro was not who the man you're painting the picture of him to be. Yes, he was. Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson says Neil that deGrasse a- Tyson is a Castaro racist. No, he is yes, not. Yes, he is. It's been proven. If this you is read his, science fact, Have you brother? read his early newsletters? Yes. Although he claims to have not written, okay? He talks, he says things about Castaro. He makes some good points. Yeah, he makes some good points, I suppose. If you're a Castaro racist, if you... If you if he says that if you drink out of a toilet bowl... Then you deserve to be a toilet yourself. Then you're a toilet. A toilet. No, he says you deserve. You're a human toilet. He's saying if you drink out a toilet bowl, why not just let yourself be shit upon? 
He says, you should suckle. This is what he says, quote. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this up right here. I'm going to pull this up, quote. Okay, he says here, this is the 1986 newsletter. Go ahead. Those who drink from toilet bowls are no different than the toilet itself. So, in your life, what separates you from the kind of person who suckles the anus, who seeks to suckle that which is the most foul? What separates you? I say nothing. I say you are sucking on the anus, anus of all. Okay? That's pretty damning to say something like that. I, I know he's I a young man. I would rather be accused of sucking on an anus than drinking out of a toilet bowl. Oh, why? Because you think it's like more direct? It's more direct route to the baby? I just think it's more erotic. I think when you, when you, to get to the baby, you have to be, you know, the baby, the baby God is something that is elusive. <sighs> I want to talk about the other gravity well, though, if we could. Okay. Just the idea, like the generalist, generalist idea of it being a construct of time as opposed to uh, interstellar space, which is uh, timeless. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 that kind of thing I, I go back and forth on all the time. You do. Uh, it's sort of like, okay, if you remove the space from within all human beings, right? Mm-hmm. Take the space out. Right. So it's just the the atoms that make up human beings right all human beings on planet earth it would be about the size of a sugar cube wait if we didn't have any space between us yeah so like you're saying if it is what it is at the end of the day if you remove all the space from all human beings right then you would have all things being equal all things being equal you'd mm-hmm. have a sugar cube size mass of human oh, atoms. Be very dense It'd be a very dense thing, but okay. it would still be the size of a sugar cube. Okay. So space. Wow. Space is the expansive. Space is the air in the balloon. Mm-hmm. And if you suck the air out of the bo- human balloon, you get a sugar cube. Okay. Right. Now, at the end of the day, if you drop a sugar cube, this is all things being equal. All things being equal. Okay. If you took a a, a, a sugar cube, cube size of anything, right, and drop it into a well, right. Depending on what's in the sugar cube, at the end of the day, it's going to affect the flavor of the well. Get it? Absolutely, yeah. So, if I take an actual sugar cube composed of sugar and right. drop it into a well. It's going to sweeten it. It's not going to really sweeten it. Well, uh, on a micron level, yeah. Well, right. in a very indiscernible very Indiscernible, way. indiscernible. And, right. But if I took a sugar cube made of human right. atoms mm-hmm. that consisted of all the humans currently existing on Earth right. and dropped that into a well... Uh-huh. What's it going to taste like? It's going to taste like. It's going to taste like something you're familiar with, poop water. I said we were moving on from that. To say that is to say that humans are made of shit. It's going to taste like. Well, no, but is that not why you people drink out of toilet bowls? Because you think the toilet bowl represents the gravity well that humans are in, and you think that every time you poop, you're Juan Costaro ejecting human beings into the gravity well. Is that not true?
sunsets were marked in a blood of coastal, in a blood of coastal, in the 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 blood of coastal. In the blood of Castaro, in the blood of Castaro, super excited about it man it's got a, a much bigger screen oh, the battery yeah. life's a little better it's weird how they made the they were able to make the battery life longer when it's uh, a thinner and a thinner phone you know i don't think that's weird it seems like because it's thinner it probably uses less circuitry or something i suppose but the screen's larger the screen's beautiful man and look at the color in that's that thing that's just crazy do you God. see that you know there's some days i doubt apple and then when I don't, I'm like, I feel bad for those days. Man, I got to tell you, dude, I'm so excited about the new Apple watches that are coming out oh with my the biometrics. God, God I damn. I cannot wait to if, be tapped into that. I can't either. If it, if it does anything for me, like what the Fitbit did for me, mm. it's going to... I, I will probably, by 2015 or 16, yeah. look, look very similar to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm, like I'm, that I'm trying to go for that Channing Tatum look. It Man, you're going to get it, bud. I know. Because this is something about... Anyway, I love it's a measuring biometrics. I love it because it radios everything in. It tells me my lipid count like six everything. times a day. I no, the thing is actually going to be able to detect your sleep patterns. It is going to be able to detect your pulse throughout the day so you can see when your pulse is increased, which is very interesting mm-hmm. to me because I love I want to thinking see what about me, gets when me to, going. what gets me going. Because <laughs> I guarantee one thing that gets me going is going up Los Feliz, oh. and I'm going to be able to tell yeah. when I've been going out there. Have you noticed the traffic on Los Feliz is so bad? Uh, listeners, I don't know if you're listening, if you if you know about this, but there's a boulevard called Los Feliz Boulevard, and sometimes the traffic, and this is a relatively wide street, you're just like, are you kidding me? Um, maybe we could get these. What is the problem? Is you got these fucking bikers, people on their bicycles. I, I I, it's the bikers. Get it's off the, the fucking the road. Traffic lights are too, or, or apparently, I don't they know. Haven't time, they haven't figured they haven't them out. Time them out. Yeah. Uh, other countries, uh, France. Uh, England, Argentina, even Ecuador, they all have advanced algorithmic light timers that yeah. were designed by Apple. So it's us exporting our own good technology. We're not even using it at home. It's ridiculous. I know. And it, that, I think it takes a lot of time just to get that kind mm-hmm. of stuff through City Hall. And uh, I guess. Yeah, you got to be patient. What do you think of um, uh, David 
Thompson, who's the new, uh, the new city council guy. Oh, he's a city council guy. I think he's good. You know, he's got a little, lot of ideas. They're refreshing, but he's moderate. Uh, he's though. moderate. He's not I like take that risks. though. Because I don't like all these these guys going in there with their big ideas, like yeah, trying to like uh, instill like community gardens and stuff like that. Get it out of town. I know. Like, who wants that? It's who wants slow that? change no is the real change, and, and there, you, at the end of the day, you, you can't really take shortcuts. But I mean, all things being equal, what we need is more lands. Yeah, the highways and on the surface roads. But that you takes these, forever to get that kind of. I mean, imagine but it there's should, no way unless it there's no more room. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They have the old right of way laws. They just get rid of some of those. Some of those, apart, some of those apartment complexes are unattractive at best. I agree. They should just why? Because they're right on the. I mean, up in Griffith, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And if you got rid of a strip, just a strip of just those, a strip, just a little strip of the apartments, you could widen to get to. That should be a four lane highway. People are just so precious about things, and they realize. That could cut commute times as much as ten to fifteen minutes. Nobody cares everyone. about anyone who lives in an apartment. Yeah, no like, offense. Oh, I don't yeah, want to upset sorry, anyone. But, I mean, but if you live in an apartment, <laughs> you shouldn't be able to vote. Right, because all, all these people who are protesting and stuff about these cops talking about paying about paying taxes. What I'm protests? Like, well, I don't. I just hear the inklings of this. Like I got some sort of alert on my phone, but people talk about their their taxpayers. I'm like, okay, how much taxes are you paying? Really? You're probably not paying that much because you're probably living in an apartment. So, I mean, you should be. Your your opinion on these roads is it's we, we, we should go back to the way it used to be. I'll tell you, man. My how how, how it used to be. I agree. Cheers my, to that. Cheers. How it used to be. My my grandmother, mm-hmm. sweetheart, uh, owned a house on a golf course when yep. I was a kid, and I got to really enjoy a, a really nice childhood because anytime we wanted to, we could go out on the golf course and me and my brother could play golf. Right. Which kids love. And eventually what happened is uh, because the guy running the, who was in charge of all the uh, toilets, the, the plumbing guy for the yeah. golf course, had no idea what he was doing and caused the whole fucking thing to flood. Oh, that's the worst. That's... Destroyed my grandmother's house with black mold. Oh. My grandmother inhaled, uh, went black down mold. into the basement, the inhaled an entire cloud of black mold spores into her lungs. Jeez. She got sliding lung disorder. Oh my god, she can't move laterally at all. Her, She can't move laterally, she can't move in any way because she's dead. Oh, now she can't, yeah. So you, so this a- asshole had no business working at this fucking place. Mm-hmm. He was not a homeowner. He lived, uh, he rented one of the he houses. He wrecked all on these the community. people's homes. Yeah. And all with his negligence and stupidity. Man, that's ridiculous. So that's, to me, it's like if, if I'm hiring people, mm-hmm. I'm going to have one question in the interview. What's that? Do you own a home? <sighs> that's genius, man. That's genius. I love it. So, yeah. Thank you. For, and, and if I could, I know we got to wrap up. Yeah, I just want to um, pitch, or not pitch, I want to. Uh, talk a little bit about my new book cool hit, you can it, get hit on us up amazon.com it's called do you own a home do you own a home the one question you should ask a person to decide if he's your friend is do you own a home yeah i or love a it. worker or uh, worker girlfriend girlfriend it's a long title uh it actually the title of the book is it's, written on the oh that's great throughout the whole book that the is, book is oh, the title see the that's book. the thing i love people who are progressive like Thank that you. who are like taking something like what what can we do with the book let's flip it on its head but not actually the title put it on is his head. the book. It's through the whole book is the title. Now, 
that being said, uh, you can get a discount on that book, and you, uh, if you go to uh, my Audible uh, Audible trial forward slash Family Hour, you can get you can download that book and listen to it for free. Oh, cool! Uh, also, uh, if you could uh, go visit my website, Do You Own a Home or Not? If you don't, I'm not interested in being your friend or having you as an employee.com then you can find all the information that you'll need about the book. And uh, please listen to my podcast, Do You Own a Home? If not, you can't be my friend or an employee.com. Oh, it's called that. So it's, it's, uh, Do You you Own a Home? If not, you can't be a friend or employee cast. Do You Own a Home? If not, you can't be my friend or an employee cast. Okay, cast. Dot com cast. Dot com cast. Great. Do You Own a Home? If not, you can't be my friend or an employee.com cast.com is the website. Hosted by Duncan Trussell. Yes. Awesome. I love that. It's so, I love, you know what that is to me? That's spicy. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. And Blast, we can, man. I hope we do it again soon. Yeah, so again soon. Uh, we can find you on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, uh, Box Cutter, Jamboree. Not on Box Cutter. Not on Box Cutter. Not yet. on Jamboree. Got, so check no, out got Box, banned. Box, you did. Well, Showed a picture of my nipple. Uh, well, that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about it next time. Let's just uh, let's sing it out, and then we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Here Great. we go. Should I get all set up here? Thank you for being with me today. Thank you for being not gay. I found out something secret. I found out something special. I found out that I need to be alongside of you. Oh, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. The belly of the snake against the belly of another snake. Snake, snake, snake. Rubbing together. Rubbing Friction the in the lake. Snake, 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 snake. The belly of a snake. Snake sandwich. Against another snake. Snake sandwich. You think they're slimy, but they're not slimy. They're actually scaly. Snake. snake. I feel a snake ache. Snake. 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 of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.